I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. I've been podcasting since 2006. In that time, I've tried countless hosting platforms. But in August 2022, we switched to Transistor to power all of our shows here at True Story FM. And it's been a game changer. I love the Transistor allows unlimited podcasts and storage without extra charges. We can publish so much content. And we do. If you want to start up a podcast, do yourself a favor and host your show on Transistor. With their one-click publishing, you can get your new show onto all the major podcast directories effortlessly. And their website builder lets you quickly build custom sites for each show. The detailed analytics are invaluable, too. You can access all kinds of listener data anytime. Oh, and the versatile players allow you to embed episodes anywhere to reach new listeners. Plus, the team behind Transistor is super responsive and keeps making the platform even better. After using countless hosting services over 15 plus years, Transistor has been hands down the best podcast partner for us. If you want a hosting platform to take all the worry out of getting your podcast out into the world, go to thenextreel.com slash Transistor and check it out. Support our show and support your own show by going to thenextreel.com slash Transistor. Start growing your podcast today. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. It is showtime, folks. Just like that old-timey creep just yelled at us, and that can only mean one thing and one thing only. It's time for Saturday Matinee from True Story FM. Dot FM, you we could even say. It's our weekly show where hosts from across the network gather to talk about what we're watching, new trailers, play a game that will surely fall apart midway through, and the hotly debated weekly list challenge. It's like those old Battle of the Network stars crossover events, but with much better hair and much more podcasting. I'm Tommy Metz III, a.k.a. the King of Diminishing Returns, and oh, folks, I am joined by two of the best and two of the brightest. Please put your warm podcasting hands together for the wickedly talented Chrissy Lenz. Oh, I love a warm podcasting hand. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, as soon as I said it out loud, I was like, creepy. Um, and in this corner, please sit back and relax, then lean forward and tense up for the talenty, talentedly wicked Mandy Kaplan. I almost got through it. I feel like somebody put you on 45 instead of 33. 
and <laughs> I'm going a little it. fast, <laughs> which is Incredible. surprising because I've already um, podcasted for like two hours today. Oh, we did a WTS episode, had? so so much caffeine and gin. All right, so we are going to talk <laughs> about trailers in a second, but first, do you guys have any general news you'd like to share, or is there something that you've been watching that you would like to talk about? I finished the patient. Me too. We cannot really spoil it because it's kind of right there. But how did the experience? Tommy, can I talk to you over here? Come here. <laughs> everyone else. Can we? Yeah. Everyone can we else. Talk about it later? Throw their earbuds in a corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the overall experience? If that's a fun thing to talk about. I think that these writers are so skilled at keeping us on our toes and giving yep. us satisfying conclusions. These are the ones and behind the Americans. The Americans. Yeah. That's right. Okay, and I am a gigantic fan of everything about the patient. Me too. Especially that ending. We're not going to say anything about the ending, but. Mm-mm. Yeah, I haven't was... gotten to the ending, but I can't wait. Yeah. But it, well, but it's definitely. Spoiler, worth it. it is going to be my musical at the end of the episode. So. No, weird. You're okay. making a musical out of the patient. <laughs> Love it. I do not want to know what the songs are. How about you, Chrissy? Have you uh, seen anything as of late? I think you were shaking your head. No, I, I saw. I went and saw Smile. Um, <gasps> I just recently found out that I can see that. I didn't yay. think I could because someone had told me that a pet died in it, and I can't stand animals. But oh. then I heard that it was a cat, and it's off screen. It's a cat, but you do <laughs> see that. But you do see that result. That's okay as long as I don't see it in pain. I can't okay. abide by animals in pain. But it's a true. dead cat, outstanding. Yeah. Like my, um, my interest. Tommy, in can life. I rescind my dinner invitation for next week? <laughs> well, oh, were you going to serve cat? <laughs> uh, I don't want a guy in my house who's like, I'm fine with a dead cat. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, but uh, how is it? How is Scream past dead cat time? It was uh, pretty good. Um, Smile, thank you. The best scare is in the trailer. That head flip. Oh my god, oh, that is yeah. beyond hilarious. That's the best one, and, and it's unfortunate that they used it in the trailer, but it was okay. It. I it wasn't like a groundbreaking. I put it in you know in that same category as like uh you know it follows and the Babadook and uh, so definitely in that uh category. Meaning it's elevated or what kind of what? How are you defining that category? Meaning it's like the the monster is not a, a Freddy Krueger, a Jason Voorhees, a Michael Myers. That's just not killing a senselessly. It's yeah. it's your trauma. And they, they like name yeah. it and point your finger at it. It's like it's your Got trauma it. and you're yeah. smiling through it, but it's going to get you unless. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, OK, I get it. That's, that's right. That's is. very Far much the Babadook. Scarier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the idea that it is within all of us or we could all become the, the monster is right. so much scarier than a Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Well, because I, I find adorable and weirdly attractive in that sweater. <laughs> I still put Freddy Krueger outside of those other ones that you mentioned, just because there is an inner side to it, mm-hmm. that he's in your nightmares mm-hmm. and therefore. But no, mm-hmm. I completely understand how it's connected more to the Babadook, which is just a straight up metaphor. Yeah, it's um, a, it is a straight up metaphor. Right. Okay, interesting. Um, I'm probably going to try to go see that this weekend. I'm in San Diego for a film festival because I'm a real fancy. Uh, but we have a lot of time and most of the features are zombies and I don't care about zombies. So I'm actually going to go while I'm in town for a film festival. I'm going to go see real movies <laughs> is what I call it. Kind of like a jerk. So I'm probably going to see Smile. And then there's another one I want to see. Oh, I'm going to see Don't Worry, Darling. Mm-hmm. I know that whole that thing. I'm this weekend as well. You are seeing it or you did see yeah, it? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Oh, this okay. 
because I read that script so long ago and I loved it. And then whatever happened, happened, how it sort of just blew up in everyone's face and with all the rumor machines and with the uh, studio. Have you been following all that? Did we talk no. about all that? Uh, that um, Someone spit huge... on someone? That's what I know. <laughs> that was a possibility, yes. Yeah. That um, What's his name? Harry, Harry Styles, Styles spit, spit on, on Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. Nobody uh, the... puts Chris Pine in a corner. Am Nobody I right? Nobody puts him in a corner, no. Oh. Um, the big thing about it, well, do we care? Do we want to talk about the gossip or is that, yeah. do we not enjoy gossip? The basic thing is that it was during this movie that uh, two thing, big things happened. Uh, Olivia Wilde, the director, stopped seeing Jason Sudeikis mm-hmm. and broke up with four Harry Styles. Florence Pugh is a great big friend of Jason Sudeikis's. Mm. That was a problem. And early on, before even Harry Styles was on the project, I think his part or some part was supposed to be played by Shia LaBeouf. That's correct. She, he oh, LaBeoufed all right. over the place. And she said she has an a hole, a no a holes allowed rule. So yep. she said she fired him. He then much later, I think, I mean, really timed it for the movie's release to do as much damage as possible. He came back swinging and said, no, he left because of creative differences and then started sharing videos of Olivia Wilde calling him and sending a video saying, Shia, 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 what can I do to have you back on the project? And we have to talk to, we might have to talk to Miss Flo, meaning Florence Pugh, to get her down to earth or off her high horse. Everything oh, just blew up. Oh, wow. Tommy, and it completely overshadowed scoop. the movie. And the movie ended up being like a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, something oh. like that. Like reviewers didn't care for it. But in all the reviews that I read, they the first thing they brought up, they said, all the controversy is more interesting than the movie. So I oh. think- they sort of had their fingers on the scale. Well, we're reviewing it for The Man Cave, also a True Story FM production. That's um, right. Oh, that's exciting because then I'm so, going to see it this weekend so yeah. I can hear about it. Okay. Yeah. I hope you like it. I really enjoyed the script a long time ago, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. it was on the blacklist uh, mm-hmm. uh, like three years ago or something. I saw a film finally called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies starring Pete Davidson and other people. <laughs> that was really a lot of fun. It's kind of a mess, but it really has some great twists and I never really knew what was coming. So I think it's really a lot of fun. And then I just rewatched the, uh, just not the barbarian. That was the movie, Ooh. the horror movie that came out that they just sort of dumped. And then it ended up being an enormous uh, word of mouth hit. And this is a script that famously everyone, everyone in Hollywood passed on for all of these reasons that still made the final cut. And then uh, it's going through the roof. So it's really a lot of fun, but it's oh. super gross. So be prepared. Oh. Okay. Um, anything else you would like to share with the good people at home in podcast town? <laughs> no. No? Well, then I think we should just shuttle right on off to Trailer Buffalo. All right. We can cut that out. <laughs> I think we should go right into our next segment, which is Trailers. Mandy, cue that theme song. Trailers. There it is. And speaking of, that voice that you just heard came in white hot first. Mandy, take it away. Funny you should say white hot. Mm-hmm. Because I was a giant fan of season one of White Lotus. And this is the trailer for season two of White Lotus coming to HBO in a matter of days. It might already be out this weekend. Oh, really? It's it's coming that soon? Oh, that's awesome. Play the trailer. Whenever I stay at a White Lotus, I always have a memorable time. Always. Welcome to the White Lotus in Sicily. La Dolce Vita. 
You guys are here to learn about your Sicilian roots. Sounds like a fun boys trip. Wasn't supposed to be a boys trip. We're on a family vacation right now and it's just the three of us because all the women in our family hate you. Please, can we just drop it? Now that he's loaded, I think he regrets marrying such a dud. What is going on with you? There's a reason they invited us here. It's like you sold your company, you got rich, and now he's your best friend. Are these the kind of people we're gonna be hanging out with now? Did you vote, babe? Be honest. I did. Didn't I? Doesn't matter. Flirting is one of the pleasures of life. You're 80 years old, but the women I desire remain young. You can relate to that. I just wanted to inform you that my good friends here, they're going to be visiting me this week, coming and going. They come and go. See you later. Bye. I see. You bring your assistant to a vacation with your husband. It's not like she's going to be in our bed and stuff. I don't know what's going on with Greg, but I think it's bullshit. I think he's having an affair. I've seen a lot of guys who, like, make all this money and they just start acting different. You guys party? Lady Molly. <laughs> oh, my God, are you kidding? <laughs> Let's fun. <laughs> Let's fun. So I couldn't wait when when I was like, oh, I, I'm going to choose White Lotus. No one's chosen it. Great. I get to watch this trailer. And I watched the trailer and I was like, so it's like the first season, but without black people. And it just looks so forced to me. It looks like they were in a hurry to get this done. And they just crammed as many stories into it as they could. I don't think the trailer makes me want to watch the show. I still will because I really loved season one. I like Mike White. I love Jennifer Coolidge unabashedly. What did you guys think? Chrissy. I didn't watch the first season and I had and have every intention to. Um, so this trailer definitely made me feel like, oh, get on it, Chrissy. You've got to watch that White Lotus. Um, I thought it looked uh, snappy and quippy and I love Jennifer Coolidge. So I'm I'm definitely inspired by season two. Going to watch season one and I'll first. get caught up right in time for season two. <laughs> Because there's really only two characters that you meet so far that we can tell in season two from season one. Right. It's supposed to be an anthology, anthology series. Yeah. Do we know if Jennifer Coolidge and that guy were always supposed to carry on or is it just because Jennifer Coolidge won every possible award? I, I wonder don't if have they, an answer to that. Yeah. I wonder if they, if Mike White thought it was just good business to keep someone. I would yeah. agree with that assessment moving. if that's yeah. what he thought. Yeah. I'm like, really sorry. Like the Lang you... of the White Lotus. Exactly. That... You mean the. Ryan Murphy. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But she's playing the exact same character, which is, oh. seems rare. Yeah. Uh, you're seeing a continuation of, well, I won't say anything because you haven't watched season one yet, but. Um, well, it's the idea that these are resorts all around the world mm. called the White Lotus. So it wasn't just the one they were at last time. Now she's going to a right. different location in Italy. Right. I'm sorry you felt that way, Mandy, because I was an enormous fan of White Lotus. And mm -hmm. I thought this trailer looked great. Oh, it gave me that same kind of feeling of jumping around between, uh, like Chrissy said, the snappy and then the beautiful scenery and then people falling in water and stuff like that. I don't know. I thought it seemed authentic and I really want it made me really excited to dive back into the movie. But I I also don't remember the trailer for the first one. Mm -hmm. I just watched it because I kind of give everything that don't have doesn't have dragons in it a try on HBO. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the first trailer you maybe would have felt the same way or I would have felt like you do. 
I don't remember. I just, yeah. yeah. But it, you, you just feel like it feels overstuffed. Forced. Not even forced. overstuffed, just forced. Like, quick, quick, quick. What kind of stories can we cram into this one and and make <laughs> yeah. them happen? But you are going to watch it, or at least give it oh, a try. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Excellent. Yes. Chrissy, first the patient, then White Lotus 2. Right. Got to get on it. Got to stop yep. uh, just watching Bob's Burgers and start watching <laughs> some real uh, quality content. <laughs> Bob's Burgers is quality content. I'll allow it. That's like my mom and my crazy uncle's favorite show. Never um, seen it. In my continued effort to always pick the least fun trailer every single time we do this, because I don't know where everyone finds their cool trailers, I find mine on iTunes trailers, and it's just always these weird downers. Anyways, everybody, sorry for this. It's called Next Exit. It is irrefutable. Our consciousness continues beyond our physical bodies. My Life Beyond study is strictly a volunteer program. So why can some people see ghosts? The strong connection between Rio and his father brought them together, and the rest as well. History in the making. I'm taking a trip. Where are you going? It's difficult to say. So this is supposed to be goodbye? No, I'll, I'll come back and haunt you. <laughs> Are you two together? She should be so lucky. When's your appointment? Seven days. Mine's in five. You serial killer? Yeah, no. 6 a.m. the car leaves. Sharp. Razor. We're not pals. We're not in this together, okay? How many people know what it's like to be us right now? At our institute, we now bridge dozens of new participants daily from this world to the next. Once you're in a state of passing, we terminate your physical form. Three, two, one. Wait. Let's try and have some fun today, please. Okay, so what's fun? I did it! I want my life to mean something. I don't want to hate life. I want to embrace what's next. You practice that? You got like an Instagram handle for the afterlife? What you do here still matters. You know that every time you disappear, another little piece of my heart breaks. Lost everyone. So? I never even had anyone. But I did. Ah! I can't make it stop. You can stop. I see it. This darkness. It's irresistible. I think I should have called it next exit. Sorry, Mandy. Because it's really This episode brought to you by Xanax. Yeah. Mandy is not a big fan of ruminating on death or the afterlife. I, of course, am obsessed with the afterlife, like a real creep. So much so that I wrote my college dissertation, my finals dissertation about hell. And its representations across literature and film. So I am all for this movie. Uh, so I love, I mean, I think it looks really esoteric. It looks really beautiful. It looks like part of it might be a tone poem and the rest could maybe be, I don't know. I like to see big swings about big stuff like the afterlife. I like to see what people have to say about it. So I'm all for this, but I know that this is not a, a super fun trailer. Chrissy, what did you think? And Mandy, I'd like to know if you've had anything other than distaste for it <laughs> i definitely wouldn't use the word fun no. um but it did seem like if you're in the right mood on a rainy day um like a nice mug of cocoa or something i, I don't know that it seems like it would be very fun to see it in like 
a group, a group. Yeah. Fun is not the word, but <laughs> there's a, there's definitely a time and a place for the mood. What'd you think, Mando? Um, I thought it looked really thought provoking and interesting. I thought the actors looked really charming. And then there was the actress in a white lab coat who was like, I've discovered the secret to the afterlife. And I was like, yep. Oh, they're doing like an Elizabeth Holmes voice. Right. And I was watching her her talk and I was like, oh, she's so familiar. It's Karen Gillan, who I love from Jumanji, and she is unrecognizable. So that Karen was intriguing Gillen. to me. I did not realize that it was her. She's wow. such a badass, right? In the white lab coat, I think. Well, now I think I'm, I'm on to it. Now I'm in. Right. That would make me, I mean, I can't <laughs> sit through a movie facing the afterlife. I just can't do it. But if I could, I would do it because Karen Gillan in a role like this, doing her Elizabeth Holmes voice. I thought it was an, a very well-made trailer. It looks very small about these two people, yet mm -hmm. obviously the idea is so huge and all-encompassing and worldly. But I, I'm in full support of this movie, and I hope everybody sees it and enjoys it. Oh. I just can't do it. What do I know her for? Oh, Oculus. Yeah. One of my favorite horror movies of all time. She plays the daughter in Oculus. Okay. She's really good. She's Scottish and does a flawless American accent, and I love her. She's Scottish? Yep. Who are other Scottish famous people? Name two. Um, oh, my God. Even Tennant. Uh, he's Scottish? Yeah. And Ewan McGregor? John Hanna. All right. Now we're just making up names. Okay. Um, I don't. Are we sure that she's in this? We feel pretty good about that. I just looked at IMDb right after I watched the trailer. Then 100% we're going with you. That's great. I'm looking at something else. I'm looking at my Karen Gillan fan page. Um, <laughs> excellent. Well, I will see it and I'll let you know how it is and whether what kind of cocoa you should bring to it or if it's really just more like a potluck kind of fun movie. Uh, mm -hmm. You can go ahead and give it a try. Um, Chrissy, the, what do you got for I us? like that scale of like, Cocoa alone Cocoa or potluck. potluck with friends? Like, yeah. that's on a scale of Cocoa alone or potluck with friends. Where does this movie fit? Um, I'm trying to come up with my own take on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's Cocoa to potluck. Um, I chose, unlike everyone, uh, I chose a series uh, that is starting all the way out in January. It is Poker Face with Natasha Leone. Hello, Miss Kale. I'm happy to finally meet you. You've got this gift. Always knowing the truth. I only know if something is a lie. The real trick of it is to figure out why. There's been a murder, and I'm trying to figure out what happened. His death is not mysterious. He's tragic. Bullshit. Is that purely decorative? Not entirely, no. Uh, I think it looks funny. It looks like there's a, a wide array of fun characters. And like, uh, gosh, Natasha Leone seems so charming. Um, and I love, 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 love the idea of someone who has a special skill that allows them to solve crimes and mysteries. Like, yep. it seems like akin to Psych, where she's just like a, a cool character who has this like uncanny canny ability to tell people are lying, not necessarily like what is the truth, but just 
you're lying. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. It's an interesting mirror of something because the this had me at two words. Ryan Johnson, the director of Knives, Knives Out, Out, is the creator yeah. of this, which I I'm so excited for Glass Onion, and now I'm incredibly excited about this, and somehow getting a free week of um, Peacock when it comes down the aisle. But it's interesting. It's a mirror of what he did with one of the characters, the main character, Anna de Armas, in Knives Out. She couldn't tell a lie, or else she would throw up. So he seems very fascinated by having an actual physical ability or inability to tell the truth or to tell lies. I thought that's just an interesting thing to come, both of those to come from one person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mandy, what did you think? I think that uh, Natasha Lyonne has a real disrespect for the hairstyling industry, and I don't quite (laughs) understand her choices, but everything else about this looks really right up my alley. A mystery, quirky, comedy. I like that it was like 10 episodes where you're going to, you know, solve the mystery uh, did I see Joseph Gordon-Levitt or was that just yes, a dream? in the woods. He's there I mean, for a split second. Let's go. Now, I also saw Adrian Brody, who I'm not such a fan of, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. And I love Natasha Leone's current career. I mm-hmm. love that I remember her from Slums of Beverly Hills and she played by the rules and did American Pie and did what she had to do to earn a name in Hollywood. And now she is calling the shots. I think she's supremely talented. I think she's very, very interesting. And I'm excited for it. Thank you for this, Chrissy. I don't know that I would have known about it. Me either, because I'm not a Pycock. Credit belongs to Kyle Olson. Kyle Kyle Olson, our fellow Satmat friend who was like, if you don't have a trailer, check this out. And I was Ah. like, I don't have a trailer. Thank you. He's just shopping around leftover trailers. Yeah. What's he doing? It's nice. Or did you meet him in an alley? And he like yeah, opened a like, trench coat. Uh, said, what I do you need? I got some Natasha Leone. You looking for a... Kyle Deep Throat Olsen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love Natasha Leone, but I have to admit, like with both seasons of Russian Doll, there is a Leone adjustment period for me because she's so distinct and so not... She's both incredibly connected to the scene and also above everything that I think she portrays. So I just have to sort of get back into a Leon rhythm and then I find her acting choices to be fascinating. But um, she's just like unlike anyone else out there. Did you guys finish? I never finished the second season of Russian Doll for no reason other than I'm just an idiot. Did you guys watch it by chance? I watched like the first couple and it's just not for me. It was too fantastical and weird. But uh, Jer, fan of show, Jer, loved it. The second season? I believe so. But did you watch the first, did you like the first season or none of this was for you? No, I gave it up after two episodes. I thought you were just talking about the second episode. No, sorry. Okay, second season. All right, anything else that we want to talk about? Are there other films that are coming up that you guys are interested in off the top of your head? Because we're getting into the Hollywood season. Like, for instance, I'm really interested or curious about Babylon, which is Damien Chazelle's Hollywood making a movie about Hollywood and it's extremely expensive and it's Brad Pitt and uh, Margot Robbie. Who wants to see me fight a snake? Is that a line from, I don't know if I've seen a trailer yet. Yeah. I assume that's a line from the trailer. It is. Yeah. But I'm like, I do Margot Robbie. I want to see you fight a snake. (laughs) You're answering the trailer. I am. Yes. (laughs) I saw the trailer for my name is Otto based on, or a man called Otto, sorry, based on a man called Ove, the book. Grump, grumpy Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how does it look? It looks great, and it looks like they honored the book, even though they changed the name. But I enjoyed that book. 
I didn't know that that was a man called Ove. I just thought that was a different movie. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And is there anything that you're, did you just say what you were interested in, Chrissy? No, I, I can't think. Oh. Of, I, I'm so excited for The Glass Onion. I'm interested in Babylon. Yep. Yep. Uh, but there's nothing on my radar that I'm like ticking away the days. Avatar? Wet, I can't do wet, it. I don't, I, wet, don't, I can't do the avatars. People. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see it, but maybe. I did not like the first one. All right. Well, game, 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 game. Because I think I remember you both enjoyed it before, and I've never been able to pass by a dead horse without getting in a few last licks. I thought I would bring back the game we three played last time when we were together. It's time for another round of I don't remember what I called it. Did I call it Name That Movie? Yeah, let's say yes. All right, this is Name That Movie 2. As a reminder, I'm going to, or have I already, (laughs) emailed you. Uh, lists of famous movies. All of these movies come this time from IMDb's top-rated 250 movies of all time. So I'm trying to keep them very well-known as much as possible. Bless Um, you for that. You are welcome. Well, we'll see how I did. Um, And so I have emailed you, and what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth. You're both sort of playing on the same team, I guess. Um, so we'll pick who goes first and then you will have the first one. We start with five different movies and you can only use four words to try to get your friend, your partner to say them. Then we will go back and forth with that. Then three, then two. And there's not five for each one. It gets a little bit lower. I am adding rules. Last time I think we said, well, you're not allowed to use any of the words that are in the title. Of course, you are also not allowed to use any of the character names. And you're also not allowed to use any of the actors' names. Ouch. That does make yeah. it harder. And if and if we try this and it just immediately sucks, we will pivot. Because <laughs> I just wanted to see if we could up it. Because you guys were so good at it last time. I wanted we really, to try and make it harder. Chrissy, Chrissy it can incredible. I talk to you over here? We yeah, were so good at it last we time. We are so yeah. good at it. We are, we're yeah. going to take this thing on the road next, right? Oh, can't wait. Oh, you guys are back. Okay, great. <laughs> um, I didn't see you guys go over to the podcast corner. Okay, so... Both of you, and try not to look ahead. Everything is written the four, three, and two on one big email, but I tried to leave a bunch of space. So um, let's, I'm going to write down a number between one and 13. And I want you both to guess. What's a number between one and 13, man? 10. Okay, Chrissy? One. Boo, Chrissy! The answer was 13. So, Mandy, <laughs> you can choose whether you go first to receive or go first to give. And Again, this is not really a competition. Right. The person just, like, if I give, I'm going to give all five of my movies first. Correct. One by one, of course. Yeah. But yeah. yes. Okay. Correct. I shall give first. Okay. And I think, what did we do? Did we just do a minute last time? Oh, or did was we? It two minutes. It was either one minute oh, or two minutes. Oh, I think minutes. it was one. I think, I think it was one. Yeah. Two seems like a weird time. And if it's not enough time, we'll figure it out. Okay. So tell me when, wait, you were giving, Mandy? Yes. Okay. So did you have your list up? Yes. All right. And three, two, one, go. Mafia Family Horsehead. The Godfather. Excellent. Angel Gets Wings. Uh, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Excellent. Uh, red Pill, Blue Pill. The Matrix. Wow. Um, hmm. Yep. Rescuing Corporal. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Very good. Uh, DeLorean. Back to the Future. 
God. And I was worried this was going to be too hard. You oh, had 28 Chrissy. seconds to Chrissy, I mean, we have such a, a it's thing un, here. It's undoable. I can't defeat you. It was outstanding. Pressure um, is on. Yes, I love it. Okay, so you have your five, Chrissy? I have my five, yes. Four words only. And begin. Mafia friends. Baseball bat. Oh, good fellas. Yes. Perfect. Um, first rule. Fight club. Yep. <laughs> first rule, fight club. <laughs> um, group therapy. N- mean nurse. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Excellent. Little robot saves Earth. Wally. Yes. Perfect. Two more. Um, rose petals belly button. American <laughs> Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, smart janitor. Therapy. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. With eleven seconds to spare. How you like. Apples. <laughs> How you like apples. I desperately wish that movie was called Smart Janitor. <laughs> How great would that be? Working title. Smart Janitor. Okay. Um, this makes me want to do this game in reverse where I give a terrible title and then you have to guess the real one. That's I love it. Let's do it. I will do that next time. Okay. Okay. So it's a perfect board so far. So now we are going to, to three words only. So think about you know what, it, Chrissy? Mandy. You are just up with next. a look. Just with just a look. With That's a look. how we're going to do this. No okay. words needed. No words needed. Good podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Again, this is five <laughs> and five at three words only. And mm-hmm. go. Dozen mad dudes. Twelve angry men. <laughs> they were screaming. Ooh. They were screaming. They were screaming. The lambs. The lambs. The silence of the lambs. <laughs> Wood chipper. Uh, Fargo. Wow. Uh, mm. Yep. Mm. Um, uh, pass for now. Yep. Okay. I'll be back. The Terminator. Nice. Good. British epic trilogy. British epic trilogy. I would take back the word British. Lord of the Rings? Yes. Correct. New Zealand, but correct. Well, all the actors are British, no? No. No? I don't know what Probably. I'm talking about. Would. Um, that was excellent. No, when I saw it, I was, in my head, I was like, man, you just say rings. Oh, it's in the, all the words you need are yeah. in, the, <laughs> in the title. That was excellent. They were screaming. Can you tell? <laughs> that was a very good impression. I wouldn't have thought, I think I would have gone somewhere with Bucket, but you did it perfectly. Um, yeah, you're allowed to do uh, character impressions. If that I helps. should have said Fava Beans Chianti, but I just I felt Chianti. my yep. Clarice Starling impersonation. It was a very was good stunning. impression. It was it very was, good. I loved it. They were they were screaming. Nothing <laughs> better than a good Clarice Starling. <laughs> um. All right. So now three words only. It is okay. Chrissy to Mandy. Who you have five? And are you ready? Yes. Begin. Uh, shower knife mother psycho. Yes. Yep. Uh. Uh, Savinia. Uh, Lion King. <laughs> yes. Uh, not my tempo. Ooh. 
good clue. Uh, not my tempo. Slow, uh, fast break. Fa- uh, fast. No, Pass. Come back to it. Fast. Okay. Um. Next one. Uh. Acid, blood, xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, come back. To, we'll go to the next one. Um, friends, dead body. Stand by me. Yes. Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's time, but we'll let you, so we will continue. So you got three out of the five. The xenomorph these- one, the acid blood. Is that the one they made a musical? It's like a slasher horror? No. Oh. I will try one. Chest bursting monster. You Okay. <laughs> I wor- I'm worried about you. You just, now you're just putting syllables together. Maybe you just haven't seen this movie. There's a l- high likelihood. Chest bursting monster, acid for blood. Um, you're burning metal. Slow down. Who's that supposed to be here? Clarice uh, Starling. Um, Where is, what's the big line she says at the end? It's get like, away, you bitch! Get away, you bitch! Yeah, yep. there's a woman in it. I don't know this movie. <laughs> okay. Then try the other one. The one um, about tempo. Can you try other things about that? Yeah, no, uh, I'm tempo. almost certain you've seen this. High one. pressure drumming. Nice. High pressure drumming. The, the line, the the one that isn't it called drumline? No. No. But it's <laughs> oh, but you oh, got the... oh, 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 whiplash. Yes. Correct. Good. Okay. And the chest bursting monster with acid for blood is Alien. Have you ever seen Alien? No, no. Really? I guess I knew that you're not a horror movie person, but I thought that was so iconic. I thought it was okay to put on there. My bad. No, I blame myself. That's I should have seen Alien. That's my bad. I'm a terrible person. You should show it to your family tonight. It's okay. a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a potluck on the scale of like cocoa alone to potluck. It's potluck. It's potluck. It's okay. Potluck. Okay. Okay. We are in the final round. It's just four and four. And this is two words only. And on purpose, these are supposed to be a little harder. I'm realizing now some of them are a little easier. We'll see. Who? So Mandy, you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, and away we go. Begin. Jailbreak. Savior. Whoa! Royale cheese. Pulp Fiction. Ah, <laughs> uh, here's Johnny. Nice. The Shining. Nice. Yep. Uh, Scottish Warriors. Braveheart? Yes! God, 37 seconds. High fives, high fives, high fives. Royale cheese. I thought that would be really a lot harder. Here's Johnny. I didn't see coming. I love it. Outstanding. Okay, so we've got four left, okay. and do I want to change any of these out? No, and I can't see character names. I just glanced at the very first one. You cannot see character names. No, oh. no character names. No actor names. Two words. Rough stuff. Chrissy, you can text me whatever you want. He can't. Interesting. Stop us. That's an interesting <laughs> strategy. Weird. I should have put that in the rules. <laughs> uh, okay, ready. Mm-hmm. And begin. Cowboy Spaceman. Very good. Cowboy Astronaut. Something astronaut. Cowboy. Uh, Spaceman. Spaceman. <laughs> rider. Uh, easy Rider. No, I don't know. Okay, let's give that one. Um, I'm sorry. Throwing away shot. 
Mm. Oh, Hamilton? Seems, yes. Seems, yes. Seems like three words, but we'll allow it. Oh. <laughs> is throwing away one word? <laughs> it is if you say it like I did. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, uh, Nakatomi Tower. Wow. Oh, Die Hard. Yeah. Perfect. And. um, Tough one. Ooh, very hard one. Uh, fake. Okay, that's time, but we're going to keep going. Fake show. Truman ah, Show. I said, I said show. I violated the You said the show. Violation. <laughs> I violated twice in this round. So we'll call that's it okay. MTV and we'll all be okay, right? That's okay. Right. That's fine. Uh, and then go back to the first one. Yeah. Sorry, and no, it is cowboy. not Cowboys and Aliens. Um, Spaceman. This, I said, uh, yeah, I would. Um, I Tommy, have you one. You tried two words. Yeah. Okay. And beyond. Oh, uh, Toy Story. There you go. All right. Good one. Well done. Again, just not challenging enough for you guys. I'm going to figure out how you can do it without words or reading. But <laughs> I'm going to send you clues in Braille. Well done. You guys did outstanding. Was that still fun? Yes. Love it. Love this right. game. Want to play it all night long. Yeah. I'm going to so blow off my family. We are in this. To <laughs> We're this. just still gone. Hey, everybody. You should go to truestory.fm because there's a podcast raining from the sky. There's all sorts of podcasts. Mandy has her own. And Chrissy has one on a different uh, network because she's. Is, We're wait. on True Story now. Yeah. You are? Did mm-hmm. I know that? I'm so sorry. That's outstanding. No, it's new. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about that process for one second? How that went? Absolutely. Uh, we've moved the most excellent 80s movies podcast over to True Story FM. Um, uh, it's uh, going to be released here. We're going to be sending out bonus content for the members and stuff. So please uh, download everything on True Story FM, including the most excellent 80s movies podcast. That's excellent. See, all podcasts should come here. You're next, Smartless. And Mandy, what is coming up on the Man Cave? Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. We already said that. Okay, cool. And we've been very, we we listened to a true crime podcast trying to prove that Scott Peterson is innocent. And Mandy's going to have me watch a six-part documentary series to oh. further prove Scott Peter's innocence. Scott Peterson, sorry. So, it shocks me. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Hard huh. stomach. Six-part? That seems very punitive. <laughs> it, it's it's going to be bonus content during our holiday. Got break, it. Oh, you're just going to let it It's still roll. like... Okay. It's a lot of, but I'm trying to keep an open mind because I sure. believe he's guilty, but trying to keep an open mind. He's definitely guilty. <laughs> we'll talk later. But only of crime. <laughs> okay. So last week I was on the this Saturday matinee, so I was not allowed to take part in what they came up with. And because of that, they came up with the most involved Satmat weekly list challenge. It is three parts. Each of us, because we were talking about musicals last time, these are movies that are not but should be musicals. Plus, we have to name the opening or let's just say most important. No, let's say opening song. And who is your lead that you would cast in the musical? So this is going to take a little while. Mandy, you got in first with your trailer. What you got? You know what I got, Tommy? I got a bee in my bonnet or a oh, no. something in my craw. What do you call that when, you, when you're mad? Yeah. Both of those, be it about it, and there's something stuck in your craw. Stuck in my craw, thank you. Because I did listen to how this came about last week on the sat mat, and you Mm. are not involved, sir. You are absolved of any wrongdoing. But one Pete Wright said maybe (laughs) he didn't want to do this topic because it was too nice to Mandy, and Mandy didn't deserve it. (laughs) 
said that. He did I don't say that. that. Yep. Guess what? He said. <laughs> I remember he talking about Mandy bandying around. So what I say is not only did I come up with the movie, the one actor, and the opening song, I've oh. cast the whole movie, and I have many titles and composers. Are we ready? <laughs> so you put... <laughs> Take you that, put, Pete Right. You put a penalty on yourself. All right, hit us with number one. Penalty? This was heaven. I could do this all day long. Fair the enough. The first one, Princess Bride. <gasps> Should be of a musical. Of course. Oh, composed, I'm so surprised that it's not. That's so right. Composed by Mark Shaman. The opening song is Not Grandpa. And then <laughs> followed by the sweeping, beautiful love duet, As You Wish. Yep. Are you ready for the cast, the whole thing? Yes. I'm going to go Jesus. fast because I know I, I went overboard, but I, I couldn't stop once I started. <laughs> Buttercup. Zendaya. Yep. She can do no wrong. Wesley, Harry Styles. Yep. Humperdinck, Hugh Jackman. Who was Humperdinck? <gasps> My apologies. The, the main prince. Go ahead. Uh, Rugen, the six-fingered man, Jonathan Groff. Love it. Inigo Montoya, Arturo Castro. Are you familiar with him? No. Who does? He's hilarious, and he does sketch comedy, and he plays these really... He has a sketch show on Comedy Central where he would play 15, 16 characters. He's amazing. Okay. Fessick, David Bautista. Not sure if he can sing. Not sure if it's necessary. He'd probably have a rapping, like, the rhyming song. Anybody want a peanut? Yeah. <laughs> Miracle Max, Billy Crystal, of course. Just coming off his Broadway show. Married to Andrea Martin as Valerie. Grandpa. Loving homage, Mandy Patinkin as grandpa. <gasps> and the boy is any one of the girls from Annie Live because they were all amazing and I couldn't choose. <laughs> what a dream Wonderful. come true. Wait, I know, I remember Buttercup. Who was Wesley again? Harry Styles. Harry Styles. I'm just writing some of this in the, I'm not going to write all of that down. <laughs> I can just send this document what to a, you. What a dream. Uh, uh, absolutely that- brilliant. Outstanding. I'm not going to be picking all the songs. I just could have did one each, but that was fantastic. Well done. You know who's bandying now with his feelings? Pete. Yep. Take that. All right. I am up next. Um, Mine might be a little bit darker than yours. Uh, Mine is uh, because music was so important to it throughout, it could be part jukebox musical, but also have a bunch of character songs. I would think it might be so <laughs> Now that I'm saying this out loud, it seems like a terrible idea. I would like a standby me musical. Oh. Bunch of not, kids on an adventure. And the first song would idea. be, I like that. do you want to see a body to the tune of do you want to make a snowman? <laughs> and I would, I don't know if he can sing, but I would cast Jacob Tremblay, huh. the little mm-hmm. boy from Room who is as now growing up. As all four of the boys. As all four of the boys. Yeah, you I know only who cast can one all thing. sing? The whole cast of Stranger Things. Are they too old now? They're all really good singers. If we played them, yeah. I mean, they are too old, but I don't know. I'm fine with it. They were all the boys in Stand By Me were old. So, okay. So, we'll do Finn, Wolfgang, Puck, Hard, and um, and the rest of them. That's a cast That's right. one steal. Of the, one of them is uh, in Dear Evan Hansen, right? Oh, a cast steal? Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, it's still my I, cast. Oh, I did, but I, sorry, not even my show and I did that. And I don't know if one of them is in Dear Evan Hansen. In the movie, you mean? He's in the, he is now in the Broadway, uh, not the Broadway. Um, Rest in peace. 
he is having something to do with Dear Evan Hansen. You're right about that, yeah. Tommy. But I, I did which it. Kid? Yeah. The one that has the funny teeth and the yeah. curly Gatin. hair. The... Dustin. Gatin yeah. Matarazzo. Yes, correct. Yeah, he's the big, like, he was a Broadway kid. Like, he's a he's a real, real, real singer. I didn't know that. He's that's amazing. So interesting. Uh, okay, so that's mine. Chrissy, okay. take us away. Uh, my suggestion is that it's uh, it's kind of a um, re reimagining, but uh, it's Labyrinth, nineteen eighty four's Labyrinth. Uh, but in this version, the daughter uh, Sarah is played by Maya Hawk, who also mm-hmm. is, has a beautiful singing voice from Stranger Things. She's mm-hmm. a Scoops Ahoy Robin. Yep. Um, she is the daughter who has to make her way through the labyrinth. Uh, but this time her mom is Jennifer Connelly, who her stepmom is Jennifer Connelly, who gets uh, some kind of song about how hard it is to be a stepmom, not the opening number. Um, uh, the David Bowie character is played by both Lady Gaga and Lil Nas X. They uh, like are the same <laughs> person Boom. who like drives back the and mic. forth. You they inhabit the same body. Uh, and the opening song is called It's Not Fair. Chrissy, <laughs> you, that casting, you crushed it. Okay. Yay. Wow. <laughs> amazing. Did you guys, I, uh, yeah, I'm not going to, we weren't supposed to do the whole, the whole cast. We were just supposed to do the lead. So I'm going to continue doing Oops. that okay. and just cast Jacob Tremblay in everything. Okay. All right. Okay. Back to Mando. So far, this is going outstanding. Okay. So this, this, Musical opens with a uh, an all character intro song called the Salon Song. The but what? The Salon Song. Got it. But the the big power ballad gripping song is "Drink Your Juice." Chill. <gasps> Gasp. And then, of course, the Tony clip is a whole lifetime of nothing special. Yeah. I don't know. Music what this written is. by Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. As she is now a Broadway composer, this is Steel Magnolias the musical. <laughs> Are we ready for the cast? Yes, and please. Was, was Steel spelled S T E E L? Not a joke. Yes, sir. Okay, go go ahead. Truvy is Jane Krakowski. Yes. Have you ever heard anything more perfect? No. <laughs> okay. Shelby Zendaya. You're gonna mm-hmm. hear a theme, and because I can't do anything without her, I think she's amazing. Her mom, Malin Taraji P. Henson. Yes. Oh. Uh, Weeza and Clary, real-life best friends, Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Yes. Wow. Melissa McCarthy as the nasty Shirley MacLaine one, Octavia Spencer as the sassy, you know, Olympia Dukakis. Maven. And then, of course, Anel arrives to town, and she is played by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, oh my God! Yes. Oh, you You're bought welcome. a microphone just to throw it onto the ground. You're welcome. Outstanding. Brilliant. Brilliant. We just did that on the most excellent eighties movies podcast. Uh, so good. That's so perfect. Thank you. Will you let Ben Falcone or whatever his name is direct, Mandy? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> we have to keep them. We have to keep them apart. I will cause their divorce. Then we'll get her in this film. All right, my second one, again, ruled by music. 
Again, chance for jukebox and then also character moments. You know what might be fun because it's just such a traipse around history and Americana and the world Akana. Would you guys be interested in seeing Forrest Gump, the musical? Not really. There'd be a lot <laughs> of okay. opportunities for great music. I love it. There certainly would. And they could they would like probably update it with jokes about things that have happened recently. I can't decide if the the first song is either chocolates for mama. Uh, because Mama says life or chocolates and shrimp. Because most of the movie is people talking about chocolates and another guy talking about shrimp. I'll let you choose. Okay, chocolates and shrimp it is. Ugh. A box of chocolates and shrimp. That's it. Mm -hmm. And the person that I think could play Forrest Gump, not a funny answer, but I think he could maybe do it. Jeff Daniels. We've seen him play Pathos. We've seen him play Very Dumb in Dumb and Dumber. Does he say Did I sell it? Why did I think he sings? Doesn't he sing in? Oh, he doesn't. There's no singing in Pleasantville. He's what also like about? 70. You're he, 70. Is that, that's who we want in, as Forrest Gump? Well, he's, he was just on, he was just in To Kill a Mockingbird. Like he's vivacious. <laughs> <laughs> Who's another character that's known for like playing kind of dumb, but is actually smart. We can recast this right now. I'm that looking at my. That sings. Will Ferrell, maybe? That's fine. Let's do that. Oh, okay. He can do no wrong. Uh, I don't know how to spell feral. F-E-R-R-E-L-L. -L. Named it. I mean, nailed it. Okay. Excellent. Good. Uh, Chrissy, it is you. Okay. Um, so my next choice was the first thing I thought of, truly the first thing I thought of when I listened to the last episode of Satmat, where they were also talking about things that had more than one adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would love to see a musical version of what we do in the shadows. Oh, uh, and I think it would be great if it had like, you know, a, a new this is this is the cast for the musical. There's the cast for the movie. There's the cast for the TV show. Uh, this is the cast of what we do in the shadows. The musical, of course, all the music is done by uh, Brett McKenzie and Jermaine Clement of uh, the Flight of the Concords. Mm -hmm. And the cast is all the cast of <laughs> Stranger Things. So you have Flynn Wolfhard and and uh, all those uh, kids. They're fresh off their Stand By Me musical. And now they're in what we do in the shadows <laughs> of the musical. And they really all sing. Sadie Sink is also a young uh, Broadway gal that like everybody sings. You're yeah, welcome. So imagine them as uh, bum bungling vampires. Uh, and the first song is So Much Blood. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. I would see all of these except my own so far. This is how Carrie the musical happened. You yep. know, like people sat around and said, what if? Right. And then. And then. What if we wrote a show that posted musical. a week? Yeah. 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 All right, Mandy, take us home with number one. It is Halloween themed. Oh, but not It Halloween. is one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies, which means you know who stars in it. Mm-hmm. Zendaya. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, but Sandra Bullock stars in the original. Uh, the music will be composed by Danny Elfman. Okay. And the first song is called How Do You Spell Sister? This is Practical Magic, the musical. Yay. What? Oh, I don't Tommy, know what Practical familiar. Magic is. No, I have no idea. It's the story of two adult sisters 
who live in a small, beautiful seaport town, and they've they've grown up with magic powers. And they oh. uh, so Nicole Kidman moves home to live with Sandra Bullock, her sister. Perfect casting. And <laughs> Nicole Kidman is being chased by a very abusive husband. Oh. They end up killing the husband. Oh. And a very handsome cop, hubba hubba Aiden Quinn with the bluest eyes, okay. tries to solve the crime and is trying to figure out what's going on. So it's it, there's lots of magic and it's not like a horror movie, but it's very magical. And I love this movie. So Sandra Sally is played by Sandra Bullock. That's Zoe Kravitz. Her sister, oh, I love Zoe Kravitz. Jillian, a singer as well. Her sister, Jillian, Nicole Kidman, Zendaya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then their wacky aunts. They have two wacky aunts played by Stalker Channing and Diane Weist in the original. They will now yep. be Mayim Bialik and Amy Adams. Fun. Uh, the abusive but intensely good-looking boyfriend who was in the original was played by Goran Vishnik will be played by David Diggs. Because uh-huh. we've never seen him. I want to see him dark. I bet he's good. Sure. And then the handsome, handsome cop is Zach Efron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, giggle, giggle. <laughs> giggle, giggle. I bat, I bat. <laughs> so Perfect. in for that, 100% uh, knocking it out of the park this week, man. And did you say what the Thank name you. of the song is? Did I miss it? How do you spell oh. sister? Mm-hmm. Got it's it. got a how do you solve a problem like Maria vibe. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Chrissy. Oh, no, me. Ooh, let's see. <laughs> I have two. Neither of them are good. <laughs> Neither of them are funny. Hmm. Who? Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, I'll do this one. I think it would be interesting to have the importance of the instruments be even more important than the singing. For once, what? And taking from my own list of the game that I just wrote, because I'm looking at it right now. Oh, my goodness. That was startling. I think this might be because there's, it's based with bands and the bands can actually be on the stage the whole time, which I'm actually like a big fan of, like come from away. Or do you want me to keep leading up to it? And then I think I picture it starts with a dark stage and then the curtain goes up. And I think that we should make that was good time. Uh. Do you think Whiplash would be an interesting musical? Drums are my favorite thing. And the fact that there's so much music incorporated actually within the story, you would actually be like diegetic instead of people breaking into song magically. And they both sing. Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Yep. J.K. Simmons, a Broadway guy. Yep. Uh, I knew that. And that's who I cast. (laughs) Uh, I did not. I actually put in Ansel Elgort. Oh, uh, oh! I don't think we're supposed to. I don't think we're supposed anything. to. I, now I just realized that he might be a creep. Mm-mm. So we're going to say J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller, <laughs> and uh, he will not have the mustache that he did in Top Gun Maverick. No. And the first song is kind of making this up. Symbol face. Remember the part where he throws a symbol yeah. in his head? <laughs> so, the, so the first song is called "Hey, It's Me, Symbol Face," and it goes from there, and we close faster than Carrie. Oh my god! Uh, so, I I love it. I want to stand up for the it. mustache, though. I I liked it. You want you want the mustache? Okay, <laughs> deal. Uh, so that was mine. I just wrote it under Chrissy's, so I will copy paste while Chrissy takes us home. Okay. So I for my last one started with someone I just really wanted to cast, and then thought of what would be a great movie to cast them in. That's a good um, one. Zendaya. 
It's <laughs> spoiler, it's Sendai. Um, no, I I I I'm a big fan of the TV show Supernatural. Yeah. And uh I Jensen Ackles it has a really wonderful uh voice. I have and no idea. I I always think like he'd be so so well cast in like reboots of things uh from the eighties. Uh so I would love to see a The Shining musical wow that's fun uh, with jensen ackles playing jack torrance Uh, i didn't cast any of the other pieces of the puzzle um just just the jack torrance piece but i think that the opening number is called welcome to the overlook and like it's like a big (laughs) dance number where everybody at the overlook dances across the stage and it's like a Mm -hmm. big like kicking and and uh buoyant and joyous and then as soon as it's over boom the tone changes and we're never happy again i love that i would 100 percent go to see that yes i love scary plays they're so few because i think they're so hard to do i'm seeing one coming up at the amundsen 222 a ghost story it's coming from london from london yeah yeah it's supposed to be uh it hasn't gotten reviewed here yet but i'm excited constance Wu is in it sorry i'm talking too much Chrissy, I think that's outstanding. I would yep. see all of these except for a Gump and Stand By Me and, <laughs> and maybe Whiplash. But all the other ones are fantastic. Oh so You're good hilarious. work. So now let's come up with what they should talk about next week. Do we want to know who's going to be on in case sure. there's a little bit of... Ooh, Mandy. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, the beautiful and wonderful Chrissy Lenz is going to be back on with Ray and Kyle, Ray Delancey and Kyle. So, Chrissy, uh, with all due respect, I have to ask you to stay in the dark. Very well. While Mandy and I come up with a way to somehow torture Pete. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about what do you do? You have any ideas off the bat? Because Movies that give you anxiety. <gasps> <laughs> really? Well, I, I I'm not on it, so I can handle it. <laughs> Movies that I mean, give you, so it's different we than talked scare. about it with Next Exit, right? We I mean, did. Movies that really... Is it like existential anxiety or just across the board anxiety? Because I want to separate it from like... So it's not scare. Right. Great. Okay. Movies that give you anxiety versus scare you. Mm-hmm. What I say, and that? everyone has to come up with the first song of the movie. You're right. You're right. <laughs> this is this is now officially a part of all of this. Um, excellent. We talked about your podcast. Is there anything else you guys would like to plug or say to the wonderful people at home before we sign off? Uh, I got nothing. You. Um, Kyle and I are working. Kyle Olson and I are working on a, an upcoming project um, that isn't is is still in the. Um, infancy stages where we are testing the live show component that will be a a podcast component as well so if you're listening to this you will have time to come and see what we're calling the cool time dice hour uh, if you are in uh, (laughs) the Arizona downtown Mesa area Um, uh, we're doing two episodes of the cool time dice hour which is a live play RPG um, wow. format, live show, live comedy show, and podcast. Huh. Cool. That's awesome. What's it called again? One more time. Cool Time Dice Hour. I love that title. That is really ambitious and exciting. Congratulations yes. on getting that together. Awesome. Mando. Oh, I got nothing. 
Okay. Um, and Pete and I are still plugging away on What's That Smell. We recorded an episode earlier today, and uh, things are going great. If you want to know more, go to whatsthatsmell.net or just go to True story.fm t-r-u-s-t-o-r-y hey everybody you like giving us money go to the nextreel.com slash membership that's the place to do it thank you so much to the <laughs> wonderful Chrissy Lenz yay Happy thank Saturday. you so much to the wonderful Mandy Kaplan hello and goodbye ladies and gentlemen I've been Tom Metz thank you so much for joining us for Saturday Matinee and you've been Satman. Andy, according to my friend, Internet, this is what Letterboxd is. Letterboxd is a global social network for grassroots film discussion and discovery. Use it as a diary to record and share your opinion about films as you watch them, or just keep track of films you've seen in the past. Showcase your favorites on your profile page. That is a lot. You bet it is. That's why I want you to tell our fair listeners just one thing you do with Letterboxd that has changed the way you watch movies. Let them have it. Okay, are you ready for this? So ready. I love lists. As of today, I have 246 lists in my account. I use them to track the movies I watch, organize them in all sorts of different ways. I track them by hand. I clone lists from other people. I use them to plan what I'm going to be watching. All sorts of things. I just, I love creating lists. It's a fantastic tool. Sexiest animated characters. Andy, what is this? We love Letterboxd. And if you're a movie lover, we are sure you will too. And when you upgrade from the free account, you will remove ads and support the great Kiwi team building this amazing service. Just use the discount code NEXTREEL or visit thenextreel.com slash letterboxd to get 20% off your pro or patron membership. And it works for renewals as well.